0: What's up y'all, it's Be dangerous with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk for you guys. Okay, first things are first. I woke up late this morning just to see that Mr. Hank Aaron, the original Home Run King, passed away this morning. I learned about Hank Aaron at a fairly young age, like maybe when I was, shit, six or seven or so? Because I had TBS here at my house. And, of course, the station is based in Atlanta. So they covered Braves games. They talked about Hank Aaron endearingly all the time. Because he played in an era, in a time period, where racism was running rampant. And it was just the fucking normal. And he still handled himself... With dignity and pure class And I've heard a lot of people say that he was a gentleman He was a good man And I don't doubt that at all And the ultimate The ultimate sign of greatness Is if you could come up as a black athlete In those time periods And still find a way to rise above it And be great That's the true testament to his greatness Not even just what he did On the baseball diamond Just hang on Damn Hank Aaron was a man who was absolutely dignified. He carried himself like a king. He definitely deserves the name King. And he actually passed at 86 today. So it was definitely, definitely, definitely a sad day for Atlanta Braves fans, especially Atlanta Braves fans of old that have been around that long and have been around for everything. So to lose a legend like him is nothing short of nothing short of heartbreaking. But he definitely lived his life to the, to the fullest. He accomplished things that nobody probably thought a black athlete could accomplish at that time. So, rest in peace to Mr. Aaron. And I definitely am praying for his family, friends, and his fans. <coughs> now, I actually have two pieces of laker history to talk about the first one being this is the anniversary of kobe's 81 point game i literally remember sitting here in my room watching that game and i had no voice by the end went to school the next day horse as fuck because everybody was talking about oh kobe's having a good game this and this and that but i didn't know how good it was until I seen he had had, like, what, 50 points or so? 50 points, yeah. It was absolutely crazy to watch all that, because the Lakers were mediocre, to say the very least. And they were down to the Toronto Raptors of all teams at the time. And that's where the shade to Jalen Rose comes in, because he was supposed to be guarding Kobe. Kobe. But he still scored 81 points on him without really trying. Like, that is how you put a team on your back and carry them to victory. Because the Lakers were supposed to lose that game. Had Kobe not had the 81 points that night, the Lakers wouldn't have gotten a win in that game. So, he was absolutely on fire. And, of course, the last two points that he scored were from the line, as always. Kobe fans know that the free throw line is very symbolic to his career. He made his first two points as a pro at the line. The Lakers won their first championship when he went to the line. The the Achilles tear. He went to the line to score those last two last two points. Went to the to the line, and of course, the sixty point. Ah, to get the sixty points. He of course went to the free throw line, so it was very symbolic. But yeah, thinking about that game just makes me absolutely sad now. Like, granted, it's still great, but for obvious reasons, it hurts to watch. That now. And the second piece of Laker history that I have today is the let's see, 18, 19, 19, the the four year anniversary of the Lakers losing by 49 points to the Dallas Mavericks, the worst loss in franchise history. And (laughs) I looked at the original post that I did back then on Facebook. Everybody was clowning this and this and that on their page, but nobody was trying to see me back then either. That's the worst loss, and I was still showing my ass. When you have the likes of Swaggy Penis on the team, Stripper Wings Williams on the team, fucking Robert Scars, Jordan Clarkson was still there. uh, Lord have mercy. Roy Hibbert was barely fucking there. Chris Kamen's useless ass was there. So trust and believe me. I was here during that game. And like I said, it was the anniversary of Kobe's 81-point game, but they couldn't even crack 81. They lost 127-73. to And that team could barely beat their own dicks, let alone win a damn game. So trust and believe me, I got the receipts to show you that I was here. And half the people that are quote-unquote Laker fans now were in Cleveland when this was going on and pointing and laughing. So I don't want nobody to tell me shit about not being a real fan. Because I was here for when the Lakers had the worst to offer in that. And they had also lost by 48 points to the the Utah Jazz. When shit like that was going on, I was just as loud, if not louder, than I am now when it comes to the Lakers. I was roasting left and right. I was daring people to come at me, but as usual, people feared to say anything to me about that. Because I can go in. I'll tell you the absolute truth. From start to fucking finish. Leaving no stone unturned at all. So yeah, this is the anniversary of Kobe's 81-point game. And it's also the anniversary of the Lakers losing by 49 points to the Dallas Mavericks. But yeah, I had to get this show out really quick. Nothing too, too much. But I had to cover some stuff. But rest in peace to Mr. Hank Aaron. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your continued love and support. And I'm going to end it right here.